So we have eight so far in the race to become leader of the UCP. Um, could be nine. We're still waiting to hear what we hear from Michelle Rample Garner. How many actually are in the race at the end of this is another question as well, because you probably heard the story about how much it costs to be a candidate in this race. Basically, it comes down to about $175,000, 25 of which uh, is in the form of a good behavior deposit. But I mean, the bar is pretty high, 150K. Uh, just to get in. And of course, the leader will be elected this fall. Um, One of the candidates um, is Travis Taves, former finance minister uh, in the Jason Kenney government right from the beginning. Um, And uh, he's jumped in. He is running for leadership. And uh, Travis Taves joins us now. So, um, Mr. Taves, first of all, thank you so much for joining us today. I appreciate your time. Oh, my pleasure, Shay. Um, you know, when you think of prominent positions within a government, Minister of Finance is, is right up at the top of that list, of course. So you spent years as the finance minister in Jason Kenney's government. He was forced from leadership. You know, he had 51.4% of support within the party. What makes you different? Why are, I, I would assume you're probably seen as the closest to Kenney and the candidate so far. So how do you differentiate your potential leadership from his? Sure, that's, that's a great question, Shay. You know, I, I, I would start with perhaps, um, you know, what, what we align on, because I think that's also important. Um, Premier Kenny and, uh, and myself, we, we both, you know, align on a real commitment to core conservative values. And, and I believe it was, you know, that alignment that was instrumental in, in uh, you know, working together to, to really fundamentally bring the changes, particularly economically and fiscally to this province. And, and I think those changes have been extremely positive uh, for Albertans today and in the future. Where, where we differ uh, is on our background uh, and life experience and approach. As, as you know, I've been in the private sector all of my life, right until 2019. In fact, never even aspired to public office until, you know, probably uh, very admittedly late 2018, where, of course, the Premier has been, been a career politician. Well, I'm comfortable in, in downtown Edmonton or Calgary or, or, or even uh, t- Toronto or New York, just with my professional background. My, my roots are deeply planted in rural Alberta. And the, the premier, of course, is, would be considered an urbanite. And, and, and again, that's um, not a criticism either way. That's just a point of differentiation. We, we, are, you know, we have very different backgrounds and uh, very different life experience, and that will result in a a different approach and tone and leadership style. Uh, I want to talk to you about what we've seen so far on the campaign trail, and we're not seeing a lot in terms of specifics. What what it is so far is all about, kind of interesting to me, because Jason Kenney's campaign was fighting for Alberta, fighting back against Ottawa, and he's being criticized for not doing enough of that, even though he did fight a lot of those battles. I mean, we've got some of your opposition candidates or opponents in this leadership race talking about Alberta autonomy, Alberta sovereignty, provincial police forces, really sort of re-examining Alberta's role within Confederacy. Where do you come down on Alberta's relationship with Ottawa? Are you on board with sovereignty and freedom and autonomy movements, or is there a different approach you take? Well, well, look, Shay, I'm, I'm a lifelong Albertan, and I've, you know, I've seen Alberta's, witnessed Alberta's incredible fiscal contribution to this nation. It's, it's been outsized. We've, as you know, We've been the wealth creation engine of the nation for decades and decades. And when I take a look at the last, perhaps especially 10 years or so in this country, Alberta's really not had a fair deal in Confederation. 
you know, we, I, again, we've been, um, I believe Albertans are, are fundamentally generous and we've been okay to, uh, to, to share our wealth, certainly with other uh, regions of the country where, where they struggle economically. And of course, that's done in a multitude of ways. But when we see opposition to uh, critical infrastructure, for instance, that's necessary to continue to be the wealth creation engine of the nation, that becomes untenable. And so I, I, too, really believe that we need to improve Alberta's position within this conf- confederation. And, Shay, that will not only be good for Alberta, that will be good for the nation. I believe it's essential for Canada, uh, for Alberta to be strong. So, uh, I, again, we have to stand up for the, for the best interests of Albertans, and I believe that's fundamental. It's how we do it. I think that's, that's critically important. Look, my style is not to overpromise and underdeliver. I believe our relationship with Ottawa needs to be strategic as opposed to full of uh, political rhetoric. How far does it go? On Thursday, you are listed as confirmed for a uh, leadership panel being put on by the Free Alberta Strategy Group. Uh, the Free Alberta Strategy talks about sovereignty an end to equalization, um, refusing to enforce some federal laws that they don't like, bringing in a provincial police force, bringing in a provincial banking act, all the usual points, which are, I mean, it's not separation, but it's pretty damn close. Um, how far down that road do you go? Do you agree with just refusing to enforce federal laws, ending equalization, all these sorts of talking points? You know, there's a number of the objectives laid out in that strategy that 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 I would generally agree with. Uh, that you know, in terms of you know additional autonomy for the province of Alberta, in terms of um, you know Albert Albertans setting their own trajectory, uh, I'm all about that. And again, so so on a number of those initiatives, I would I, I would align with. You know, it's it's how we get there that's important, and I believe fundamentally that to ultimately strengthen Alberta's position, which, again, I believe strengthens Canada's position. Um, We need to be strategic, very strategic. Look, I I believe there's great promise uh, and potential in in an Alberta pension plan. I think that it's um, worthy to consider uh, how well we might be served by an Alberta police force. There are some fundamental changes that must take place to ensure that equalization is fair for all provinces in this confederation. There's some essential changes to the fiscal stabilization program that need to take place. We've made a little bit of mileage on that program by the federal government lifting the caps from 60 to $170 per person. Those caps need to be removed, and I could go on. There's much work we have to do to position Alberta to be stronger within this confederation, but it's how we do it that's important. Um, the division within the party, I think, you know, the, the discussion around uh, vaccine mandates has been part of it. There's definitely a fracture, I think, where, you know, you've got two different, at least two different positions within the UCP. How do you reconcile that gap, which I think has gotten quite wide? Um, you've got people who feel very strongly one way or the other. How do you bring them together around the various issues that have them upset? Well, well, Shay, as I travel around the province, and, and certainly my own community is no exception, what grieves me the most, you know, following the pandemic is the division we see in our communities and, you know, businesses, even even in families. That That is 
most grievous, and certainly within our political movement, the conservative movement, which I might add is a big tent conservative movement, very diverse, and and I believe stronger because of that diversity. Right, right now, of course, we we fa- we do face um, you know some 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 fracture. I'm hopeful that uh, that we can come together again, united, uniting again uh, again around the principles, fundamental values that we united around in 2019. I think that, I believe that's mission critical, not only for this conservative movement, but for the province. And, and as I travel around and talk about the importance of unity, talk, talk about, again, the importance of uniting around those values that we agree on, as opposed to focusing on the division that's so prevalent in, uh, you know, right across our communities, mm-hmm. I, I see nods. I see nods from those Albertans in our movement that would reflect, you know, various positions across the spectrum. So I'm encouraged with that. Uh, last one, and I'll let you go. And I do appreciate your time. We're speaking with Travis Taves, leadership candidate for the UCP in Alberta. This weekend, we're told there'll be another freedom convoy in Ottawa. And that's been something where conservative politicians have been on one side or the other or tried to thread the needle. What's your take on that? Do we need another freedom convoy in Ottawa this weekend? A lot of Albertans will be there and will be supporting it. You know, I love it when Albertans stand up for the principle of freedom and liberty. I love it. That's what define us, defines us as a province in so many ways. I believe it's holding that principle in the highest regard is, uh, in, in lar- a large part, what has really positioned this province for such prosperity, opportunity, and growth. So, uh, again, fundamentally, governments meet, need to defend uh, the right of individuals, of citizens, to uh, peacefully and legally uh, protest, and 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 in this case, protest in the defense of freedom. I think there's a distinction, a clear distinction, between uh, protesting legally and peacefully, and illegal blockades. And and that's where I want to draw a point of distinction. I think that's an important distinction. Again, I'm I'm very much in you know, very much in favor of of ensuring that all Albertans and Canadians, for that matter, have the opportunity to express themselves in peaceful, law-abiding protest. But when it comes to illegal blockades of critical infrastructure, that's unacceptable. And so, you know, my, my hope and, and belief would be that, uh, that Albertans that are joining this, uh, this Freedom Rally would do it in a peaceful, law-abiding way, making their point on the importance of defending freedom, not only in Alberta, but, but right across this nation. Mr. Taves, we are out of time, but I appreciate you joining us. Thank you so much. Thanks, Shay. It's been a pleasure. That is Travis Taves, former finance minister uh, in the Alberta government and current UCP leadership candidate.